Welcome to Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Petrellis, and uh, we're really excited for today's guest. Um, this is one of our Beyond All-Stars, and you know we've obviously covered a lot of fall sports and winter sports, and now we're getting into spring season, and you know a lot of people look at baseball and softball and lacrosse, but you know one of our Beyond All-Stars is a phenomenal tennis player. In fact, a top three to five pl- tennis player in the state, arguably um, you, you could argue the best, right? So, um, you know, we're super excited for today's guest. Uh, we know that he is, is real good at what he does is his athletic director spoke very highly of him. And, you know, we're excited now to be able to cover some of our spring sport athletes and standouts and, um, you know, great kid on top of it, just talking to him a little bit off the air and, um, you know, jumping on here and, you know, I, I'm practicing saying his name, so I, I am hoping that I do not bomb this in the moment of truth here. So uh, without further ado, from Malden High School, tennis sensation, Naveen Nemalapore. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you for this meeting. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I've been excited. We've been excited to cover you. I know we're going to come out and cover a, a match this year for you and uh, we've been super excited. We've had this kind of circle, John and I, you know, who does this with me and we're like, man, tennis, we've never done it. And what better way to have a kid who seems like he is very good at what he does and being able to capture it. Like you hitting serves, like how fast are your serves? Would you say like, how fast I, are they? I could clock one, maybe 120 and maybe one for yeah, one thirty once in a while. Okay, 120, 130. Now, just out of curiosity, and, and this isn't like I know you're not dogging anybody here, but how many kids in high school are hitting that, are hitting that? There's, there's, there's a couple of solid players in the league, but no, a decent amount. I would say maybe eight, I'll get six guys in there. So six, six guys in the state, could you could say, could hit that fast. Yeah. So sometimes you just go against kids and they just stand no chance of returning a serve of yours. Yeah, I mean, I try not to be, I try not to go too hard. I, I want to have a little bit of fun, you know, make sure everybody's, I try to learn to help the other guy learn. I mean, that's got to hurt. You, you, have you just nailed someone on a serve before? I, I've gone nailed by a serve playing doubles and I've nailed someone. How does that feel? I mean, it's going to be terrible, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it feels terrible, but it's like <laughs> you get to play against some another good player. Nice experience. Oh, this is great. All right. So I'm, I'm excited. You know, I think I'm just going to be asking a lot of like fan questions and, um, you know, and, and uh, I can't wait to hear. So, you know, let's mm-hmm. just jump into it because I know, you know, tennis is such a like individual sport and growing up, like there's not many, like, at least when I was growing up, like opportunities to play tennis or coaches or teams or leagues. So as a young kid, is this something that like runs in the family? Do you have tennis players in the family or are you kind of the first in your family to play? I mean, where did the love come from? When did it all start for you? Yeah. So my dad used to just play with his, his friends for fun. And I used to be on the playground next door, you know, swinging on the monkey bars, fooling around. And then I picked up a tennis track and things kicked off from there. I started playing with him and then joined the USTA, United States Tennis Association, started playing. U10s, U12s, U14s, 16s, and now I'm playing under 18s now. So you at a young age were playing pretty competitively because I'm sure tournament-wise there's a lot of kids, but when you think about how many people you know, I mean, growing up, were there a lot of kids in Malden playing tennis? or or uh, Not really. I think one? it was usually just me and it's one of my other – one of my good buddies, Ashton, 
long. He he just graduated from rare high. He played one for them. So it's just me and him in a couple balls. Yeah. So obviously you're doing that like alone, essentially. It's not like you have like in football, you might have a bunch of buddies who play, who get each other motivated to go work out or go uh, join camps or hit the weight room or do whatever. Like you're kind of motivating yourself to do that. There's not too many other people around you that are playing tennis or tennis isn't I don't know how many kids in Malden High School play it, but um, obviously you're perfecting your craft in a lot different way at a different age, you know, and probably differently. For you, like getting pumped up for like a tennis match, are you like a headphones guy, music guy? I mean, how are you getting yourself, I guess, mindset? I'm just curious of how do you get yourself amped up for a match? Like what's your mentality going to school that day? I'm just curious hearing it from a completely different sport. For, like, high school games or for, like, uh, my league, like, USDA? So, I mean, obviously you play, I would argue, in a pretty competitive league that's more competitive than maybe some of the competition you might see in, like, in a high school season. So, mm-hmm. however, whatever one you want to say, I mean, let's start. We'll start with high school, and then we'll see maybe what changes uh, when you maybe play more competitively yeah. in a different league. Yeah, for high school, since it's, it's more of a team sport, I'm usually working working with the boys, you know, I want not just me to be ready, but I want everybody else to be ready. But as soon as I step on those in front of those white lines, you know, it's my zone. So I'm focused. As soon as the warm up starts, I'm trying to figure out what the other guys' weaknesses are. Even if it's a low high school if it's a low level tennis, I still want to know what this guy's strengths and weaknesses are. Yeah. And then how are you prepping, let's say, big-time competition tournament, playing ranked people? I mean, how are you getting yourself in your right mindset as far as your match and being competitive and going out there and and competing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for, like, USA matches, uh, a lot more stuff. So if the matches starts at 4, I'm usually there an hour and a half earlier. So first half an hour, I'm, like, warming up, stretching everyone out in the gym, obviously with my headphones on just to block out all the noise because – when you go to these tournaments, you got everybody's talking, family's talking, people talking, which is nice the environment. And then I'll get on the court for half an hour, and then I'll stretch, stretch out again, stay warm, wait to get called on a court. So you have a routine. Is that routine pretty consistent, would you say, like of what mm-hmm. you do to how you arrive, to what you eat? To, you have a pretty yeah. consistent routine for yourself? Yeah, I try, I try to keep the, the same routine every time. You know, I mean, if it doesn't – if it's keeps working, why change it, you know? So uh, it's same thing from eating. I eat the same thing most of the time. Drink the same stuff even when I'm on the court. Um, thanks to one of my uh, one of my coaches that that I work with, um, Taylor Rich, he really helped me with my nutrition and my mental health, especially on and off the court. So that's also boosted me, especially post match and pre match. Yeah. And that's great. So you obviously do work off the court. That's not just maybe physically tennis related, but also mindset um, as far as how you think and how you approach your day. I'm sure balance life and all of that. You know, I know you mentioned mental health. I mean, how important is that as part of your training as say, you know, physically training for tennis? I mean, how much of the mindset of preparing yourself to be your playing at the highest level um, how much does that mental preparation equate into you as a player? I mean, I think it's the same for any sport you're playing, not just tennis, but I mean, obviously tennis is more individual side, but like, I mean, if you're preparing for any sport, especially physically, I mean, it's just, it's a matter of who wants it more, like who's going to put in the more work, even if 
even if you're tired, I mean, that's where true discipline what comes from, right? You're trying to work towards a certain goal and you're trying to reach that by putting all your effort. I mean, even if you're tired, you're going to keep going. You just got to keep going. And then I think from a mental side, especially tennis, because it is an individual sport. I mean, it, most of the times it's singles. Is you got to really like dig in and, you know, focus on yourself, you know, can't get, let those butterflies get to you. But the thing is, is stay centered, stay focused, put the blinders on and, you know, battle with what's in front of you. Yeah. And so obviously let's talk about you a league MVP last year in your league in high school. I mean, what, what's your goals this year? Do you have goals set individually or as a team? I mean, what are your goals? And obviously you're a leader. I mean, as your junior league MVP, you're coming back. Players look to you. You're definitely a leader by example, just hearing you express your, your mindset and so on. I mean, talk for you, like what you, some of your individual goals may be, but also as a team, what, what are you looking for for your squad this year? Mm-hmm. For um, team goals, I think definitely we want to get that GBL title. And, you know, if all goes well, I mean, we'll take the state title as well if we get a shot at it. Uh, you know, but at the end of the day, I just want the boys to have fun. I mean, it's a team sport. Tennis is usually not viewed as that. It's harder to have fun, but as a team, just making sure they're smiling when they're playing. And then for individual, I mean, if we have that individual state tournament, I mean, I would love to compete in it, Um, obviously go for the title. And uh, But for now, if that tournament doesn't go on, I would just like to have a good record. Yeah, so just obviously a positive season, you know, throughout. And it seems like you take on a pretty good hands-on leadership approach with the kids, you know, just hearing you talking, like talking to the boys, talking to the boys, talking to the boys. So it seems like you definitely take on that role of, you know, maybe being the voice, maybe being the example, maybe being the one who leads by example, whatever it is. So that's great to hear that they kind of got you. And, you know, obviously you're focused on things that you need to accomplish, but more importantly, what you want your team to accomplish. So it's great to see that balance from you. Um, You know, and I mentioned at the top, like, you know, you're a top, you know, you had said you maybe top three to top five. Uh, I know when I talked to AD earlier in the year, it was, you know, in the top five, you're telling me more closer to three now. So obviously you've grown. Where do those rankings come from? I mean, is that someone who just covers tennis in the state and says what they say, or is there so, a certain to be honest, point I don't know where those I don't know where those rankings come from. I think um the league does it uh, um through that. I think it goes back to some ratings. But to be honest, we just get a number and we're like, okay, cool. You yeah. know, everybody wants that number one spot at the end of the day. So when in the world of recruiting, because obviously, let's say you are a top three player in the state and whether that's the the higher end or the lower end or wherever you want to put you in that top three, top three is top three. I mean, top three player in any sport in a state is getting legit looks or decent looks or division one looks for you going into this season. Like you mentioned, your team goals, your individual goals. You also play on a different team outside of your high school team recruiting wise how's that looking for you what's been the process for you obviously there's eyes on you i'm sure so uh how is how is that process going for you as as a senior right now yeah recruiting's going well obviously it's very stressful i mean it's dying down now but during like december october everything was going well so uh coming back from injury too is always a little tough you know coaches coaches know that they don't see you playing especially uh on the on the radar and then, uh, yeah, I'm just looking to play play at the highest level I can because it's always what I wanted to do, play college-level tennis and, you know, go from there. And if all goes well, you know, hope to – obviously my biggest dream is is um, hopefully one day when I grow up, open academy. And, like, kids who can't play who are underprivileged, I would 
really love to give them a chance to play, give them a chance to lessons. But for now, recruiting, I think it's it's going well. Now, that's great, and there's a lot that I want to unfold of what you said there. I mean, let's just talk about, you know, you see tennis being a part of your life forever. You mentioned, obviously, your father was a player, and that's how you got into, you know, playing it yourself. Um, in this recruiting process, like, are you looking to take certain something up in school as far as a major goes or maybe focusing on certain areas that um, – that maybe are also influencing as far as what schools you're looking to play at that highest level? Yeah. So um, to go to school, I'm looking to study either economics or business. Um, I got interested, especially because one of my business management teachers, um, he was taking real estate. So I got hooked in that. So I'm taking a real estate course now, hoping to get my real estate license to pass the exam. Hopefully, you know, maybe you can buy a house for me a couple of years and then go from there. I mean, this is unreal. I'm like listening to you talk and I'm just like, oh my God, this kid is 10 times smarter than me already. Like, <laughs> it's amazing. So um, that's great. You're obviously pursuing your understanding property value and what that means and how owning property can make you a lot of money too. So uh, it's great that you understand how to sell that and eventually probably use that to make yourself a lot of money like you said yourself. So um, that's great. Now, Talk about the recruiting process for you because you're, listen, you're a great tennis player. Obviously, there's a lot of places reaching out to you. Um, is there something you specifically look for in schools, per se, um, as far as just campus goes or location? Um, do you look to stay in this area? Would you mind not moving around? I mean, kind of, you know, you don't have to give all your secrets, but what are some things that you maybe are looking for a little bit as far as what's the best fit for you? Sure. Um, I mean, uh, for recruiting, it's, I mean, it's the same thing for everybody. Everybody wants their ideal choice. For me, I mean, uh, in terms of location, I, I don't mind, but obviously I'd love to stay closer to home, closer to family, you know, be able to see them without taking an airplane ride. Uh, in terms of um, a team, I'm sure like coaches look out, uh, players look out for this is the coach. You know, you, you want to have a good chemistry with a coach, obviously. If you don't go well with a coach, I mean, what's the point of spending four, four or five years with them? And then in terms of the program, you always want the the studies to match with the sport, you know, everything you want to work well and go hand in hand. Where do you guys, where do you guys, um, so uh, is a lot of like the scouting done per se or uh, schools that are interested in you, are they coming more to your high school matches or are they coming more to more like your other team's matches as far as that goes? So so it's in my league, so it's like a individual. So they have tournaments. It's called the U.S. It's like a national thing. So the scouts will pull up to like sectional tournaments, national tournaments. There's a big tournament in Kalamazoo that a, a lot of college scouts pull up to that I played in Michigan this past year. Yeah. Uh, not m much in high school. I haven't seen a couple because it's very rare to see a college coach pull up to a high school match these days. But it's mostly like the bigger uh, uh, sectional regional tournaments. And so obviously you play in some of these tournaments and you're playing against people all over the country. How do you typically fare in these matchups as far as ranking goes and highest you've ever placed or just maybe some big matches that you've had like in the world of big names in high school and college tennis? Mm -hmm. um, for definitely leagues is when I'm traveling. Obviously, you know, you're going you're gonna to get the best from all over the country, especially these national tournaments. And it's fun, but obviously it's stressful, but it's a good experience. They make they make it feel like you're at the U.S. Open sometimes with player badge, getting 
transported everywhere. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's a good experience. I mean, get to play against better players too, and you know, even if you're gonna lose, it's a it's a good feeling. No, that's great. Now you mentioned like obviously that that feeling for you playing like in the U.S. Open, that dream of you know any tournament like I'm sure March Madness being on now, like any young high school basketball player, a youth basketball player is like that. I want to play in this. I want to be on TV. I want to you know whatever like. And for you, obviously, you mentioned U.S. Open. Is there a player out there uh, that you've kind of followed their game uh, professionally or that you would say is like you you kind of coin your game after theirs or just someone that you really idolize in the tennis world? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you ask anybody who knows me, call me the mini Roger Federer. <laughs> uh, he's, always, he's, always, he's always been my idol. I mean, I always love the guy. And obviously, guys like Rafa Nadal, too. They, I mean, everybody. But he's a great player on the tour. I mean, that's why you're on the tour. But I think Roger Federer is definitely like one of the guys I always followed when I was growing up. Um. So do you have like a barrel of tricks? Like, do you have like a trick behind the back shot or between the leg shot that you've ever just like executed before? That's like, oh boy. Yeah, I've I've pulled it off a couple of times. I think I did in high school tennis maybe twice. I hit it between the legs. I was running, going going for a ball. I was like, you know, I'll just go for it. It, it happened. It was against my poor buddy. <laughs> Uh, one of my best friends that was playing, I was like, oh, no. But uh, I have to go for it. That's unbelievable. So when you serve, like, you have a coach, like, do you think your coach could return your serve? My So my private coach, Michael Mercier. Yeah. He's, he's a very, very talented, very talented player. Of course he could return. I mean, yeah, he can yeah. return the ball. Yeah. But once once in a while, you know, I got to go for it. So I'll yeah. ace and bomb it down the tee. <laughs> that's unreal so what's your off season look like i know you mentioned off here that you had a, a hip injury and you were kind of out for four months a little <laughs> bit i mean for you typically what is your training regimen throughout the year because tennis isn't just seasonal for you it's year round so like how are you working on your game like are you in the weight room cardio how much of it's you know actual tennis game itself i mean how does a training regimen work for you yeah, for sure. Um, especially since it's year round, we don't have an off season. Uh, so we're always training, always going on. Uh, usually for like on the more weight room side, you know, especially freshman year to senior year, I had to get a little bigger. So started putting a lot more work in the weight room, especially on the legs, because that's where most of the tennis is the lower body. Everybody's you're pushing on and off. And um, yeah, it's a lot of cardio, a lot of like uh, explosive work. Like especially you'll see a lot of soccer players do. It's mostly most of the same stuff, more lateral movement, going side to side, up and down, you know, and then also stamina because some of these three set matches, you know, they can go for three, four hours and you want to be like, you want to be active out there. And then for trainings, I'm usually out there for maybe four hours, two hours a day. Sometimes in the summer, I'm usually out there a little bit longer. I'll get two sessions in a day as well. So that's great. So you're trading year round. I mean, obviously working on the movements of your game, like any other sport, you're obviously working on start and stance or whatever the football is and to whatever different sports are. So obviously getting that, you know, training where it can make you the difference between you maybe getting to a ball and not getting to her or getting more force on it or not or whatever. So, you know, trading regimen's crazy. Now you're ranked, we'll say top three. We'll keep saying top three in the state one and two i mean i'm sure they play competitively in these tournaments that you're in as well and you probably have played some of these people i mean when you look at some of the people that do like kind of float around that top five line 
have you played these people? Is there anyone who's just kind of really stands out in that top five? Or is there someone you hope to play just because you know how good they are and you want to see how you match up against them? I mean, yeah, I mean, um, especially especially in the USTA, there's like 10 guys you're always around, you know, especially I've grown up with the same group of people all the way from under 10s. And we've been growing up now or 18, 17 years old. So you see the same faces, you know, it's a good, it's a good environment. You know, these guys and most of these guys I'm training with as well, like off of practice, off of matches, we're training with each other. So it's a good environment. So we're always playing against each other and like, you know, everybody wants to beat each other, but at the end of the day, we're good friends and it's a good experience, especially these past eight, nine years. No, it's awesome to hear. And I mean, one cool thing that, you know, and, and I think a lot of kids, different cities and towns will give you different answers depending on the sport and, and what it means to them. But for you, I mean, talk about this because, you know, when, when people think of high school sports, they might think of all oh, best athletes to ever play or best, you know, whatever that come through here. And people might think, oh, football or basketball or, or hockey or baseball, or whatever sport. But arguably, I mean, you're ranking in the state, you playing at an extremely high level, you could be one of the best players, if not the best player in the state. Um, you won league MVP last year. Obviously, you have higher goals and aspirations for yourself. I mean, talk about just representing Malding and arguably being one of the greatest athletes to come through there in a completely different sport. Yeah, it's definitely been a great experience. I mean, um, the course I used to play at Amherst Park is when I first saw the high school team play i think i was maybe like four foot five years old looking at these big high school players you know sixth grade and i was like you know what let me you know just let me just go ask the coach no let me let me play against the guys everybody's nice at amherst nice people at malden so they let me play and then talk to uh my amazing ad connor free got me on the team seventh grade played one seventh eighth and all the way till senior year and it's just been fun i mean Obviously, I like to call this last year the last dance because, you know, yeah. we're trying to get that last title. But it's been a great experience, you know, a couple of generations of Malden High Tennis. Yeah, no, and I think that that's great when you're able to represent it in such a different way and, you know, take a lot of pride in that. I mean, coming through and being one of the best athletes in any sport, I don't care what sport it is, to be the best at it, that means you're better than hundreds of other people that are in the student body. And then across the state, you're, you're up there with any other high school player that plays it. And I think that that's pretty amazing to be able to represent your high school and your AD is like one of the best. Uh, he's just a good dude, a good guy he speaks very highly of you. And, you know, even we, we mentioned you're a beyond all-star. I mean, he, he thought of you right away saying, I got the perfect kid. He's great um and and you have been on this podcast you've been awesome i mean for you talk about being a beyond all-star i mean obviously we do we highlight a lot of our athletes we've had a lot of our athletes already on here a lot of our all-stars on podcasts talk to them already so for you talk about maybe how cool this is for you to have coverage individually as team uh as you progress through your senior year and as you call that your last dance you know mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it was very fun when I first met you, Connor, you called me in. I, I didn't know what was going on. And also my fellow classmate, Peyton Lightbody, she's also from Alden. She's also Beyond Podcast All-Star. It was just a cool experience because, you know, I've never been reached out to someone like this. And I was like, I was very psyched to hear it happen. And then meeting you, such a great guy, you know, coming in with that cool T-shirt that I still have, hoping to get some more. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and uh, I think the obviously Beyond Podcast, you guys are doing a great job. 
I love the Fenway coverage of Malden High versus Medford. I thought that was amazing. Thank you. And also the funny clips here and there are hilarious. So, yeah, I think it's a great thing. Do you uh, do you follow our morning show at all? My morning show at school with my security guy. Do you follow any of that? I don't think I've seen it with the kids. I don't think I've seen it with the security guys. Yeah, so it's like the kids are my security guys. No, the oh, reason okay. yeah. I'm only asking because I had a guest come on here and I do like a radio show for like my school on Fridays and and one of the guests came on here and the kids he's like keep doing what you're doing with the morning show. I think it's so funny and I was like you watch that you know because. <laughs> It is like taking a life of its own at school. So now I just ask guests, like, do you happen to follow the morning show? Because yeah. uh, people in school just laugh and think of how funny it's become. And, you know, we have like businesses like donating pizzas. We had like a rock, paper, scissors contest. So they wanted mm-hmm. to donate pizzas to like the kids that won the rock, paper, scissors contest just because they were following it on Instagram. We were like, wait, mm-hmm. what? You know, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's kind of took a life of its own. So I just I had to ask. But no, it's an honor covering you. And I think that's what's just so important in high school sports today, being a coach for a really long time. You know, I understand the and appreciate the work that goes into the sport that you play. And again, that's not just on game day. That's obviously the off season when no one's there and you're pushing yourself and you're competing competitively, especially you and all these tournaments and facing the best of the best all the time. Um, it's not easy to do that. It's not easy to get up and get in that zone all the time. And, you know, to hear that, you know, you have your own routine and you do your thing and obviously in school, I mean, you, you, I don't know if you said this off, you said this off here, but you're a 4.4 GPA. You're a 4.4 student. You take two to three AP classes as well. So you're a pretty smart kid. I mean, a 4.4 is like insane, actually. I mean, you can pretty much, choose your school i mean i'm not that i'm saying mm-hmm. that's the case but i mean a 4.4 it's that's opening eyes a little bit i mean so yeah. you obviously have your head on your shoulders right as far as you know off off that uh of being a tennis player what are some things that uh you before we kind of sign off of here and i think what's really important is to get to know you as a person a little bit who are you away from tennis? Like as a, as a kid, like, who are you? What are your interests? What are the things you're involved in? I know you mentioned real estate, you know, getting involved in that at a pretty young age and something that you do off to the side, but who you are a little bit as a person outside of the world of tennis. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'll be honest. I'm not a big video game guy. I don't really play many video games like uh, most kids these days, but I just, I like going out with friends, hanging out, you know, I love, like being active, playing sports. So I'll try to play any sport possible, even if I'm stuck at it. Like, I'm a big football fan, true. Um, I'm not the, the biggest Patriots fan, but I used to be a Seahawks fan, but they're not doing the best right now. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, I just, I just like hanging out with friends and family, going out. Not a big indoor guy, so hoping to go out in, like, 10 minutes. No, I'm joking, but just want to have fun, <laughs> stay outside. No, that's great. And obviously football team, you guys had a pretty good year this year as a squad. And do you attend a lot of games? Are you part of a lot of like the student body basketball? I know basketball, you guys bring in a huge crowd there too. I mean, are you attending a lot of games outside of, you know, your sport? Yeah, I, tr- I try to attend a lot of the big games if I can make it. You know, I have a couple extra girls I have to take care of. But, you know. And also, we, we've been working full-time with the tennis team this year, too. We've been putting in a lot of work. And, you know, we got a pretty stacked lineup, so I'll be scared for all you GBL teams watching. Alden's going to come and get you guys. But, uh, 
Hey, listen, I love that. Let's, I mean, let's go. I mean, you know, it's about time we have someone come on here and just set tone. Like, this is what's yeah. up before the season starts. This is who I am. And no, I mean, I know you're doing that all in good fun. I'm just yeah. trying to blow that up a little bit. But, um, you know, obviously, yeah, I, I think you're going to have nothing but success in what you do and what you're accomplishing. We're excited to be covering you. I mean, you've been working so hard at this. I mean, you mentioned as a young kid and playing this and and constantly trying to get yourself to that next level that highest level what would be your advice to young athletes out there right now who are looking to play a sport and become so good at that sport and play it at the highest level they can i mean what are some things you would say or suggest or just want athletes to know that maybe you've done that you have to do that you just consider maybe non-negotiable as far as getting to that level Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like every kid's heard this is have fun. I mean, obviously, that's number one. If you don't have the passion, but don't play this well. But I think I think discipline, putting in the work, you know, if you don't put in the hours, it's going to show. And I think, obviously, a lot of kids, you know, they'll stop. But, like, if you're joining a new sport, they'll be scared. You know, they're not going to make traps. But, you know, give it a shot. And then, like, you're going to have bad days here and there. You're going to have bad weeks. But if you can push through those, you know, then you'll show true character strength. No, I love it. And I think that that's great. I mean, you show a level of maturity uh, just talking to you. You obviously have your eyes on a prize and focused. And, you know, we're obviously going to be seeing where you're going to school. I mean, I think that that's going to be a well-balanced decision based off of what seems to be academics as well as athletics and what's the best fit for you and school for you. And, you know, maybe it's local, maybe it's a little further away, but, you know, uh, it's interesting to hear like how many schools are, involved and interested in you is that i mean how cool is that when you get like your first letter or you got your first letter or your first phone call or however the recruiting process is done i mean when you start seeing some legit schools interested in you or wanting to talk to you i mean talk about that feeling for you because you are putting in a lot of work you are grinding and now that hard work is starting to pay off a little bit Mm-hmm. I mean, it's obviously a very cool experience, you know, getting reached out, coaches reaching out, you know, it shows that the, the hard work you put in is paying off now. And, you no, know, I mean, college is a big thing, so it's your future. All these decisions are coming in, you know, you don't know what to do, but it's it's a journey to go through. I would say that. Um, give you a chance. I'm a teacher myself. I'm a fifth grade elementary school teacher, so a little bit younger than, than high school, but do you a teacher you want to give a shout out to here, whether it's someone at Malden High School or a teacher that you had in the past, had a good impact on you, just someone that you can think of, you enjoy their class. I mean, if you want to name a few, I'll give you an opportunity to, but uh, do you want to give someone a shout out here that maybe deserves mm-hmm. to hear the love? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll do two things. I'll give, I'll give a teacher and then I'll, I'll do because I didn't talk about my coaches. I mean, yeah, uh, and I would love to. Yeah, absolutely. We can totally jump into that, too. Yeah, we'll talk about coaches, um, especially. Actually, uh, Mark Gagnon, he's been our, my head coach ever since seventh grade. Yeah. He's been a great person to me. He's been taught me a lot of things, not just about tennis, on and off, to, like life as well, you know, dealing with relationships, stuff like that, you know, having fun on the court. And then uh, we had a new addition two years ago, uh, Coach Brian Sue. He was initially for Rivera, but he's known me since I was maybe 10 years old. We used to go back to sportsman's tennis club, so he's seen me growing up. And I, I take period two with them. You know, we talk. It's, it's a good relationship and just a good environment that we both are around. 
That's great. And so obviously our coaches, they find you at a young age. Now, is that something you go out and get? Like, is that something that you and your family pursue and say, okay, we want to have individual coach or is that someone who kind of finds you a little bit based off of maybe tournaments or matches that, that you compete in around the area? Yeah. So for, for my private coach, uh, Michael Mercier, I got uh, a, a friend of a friend told he told the, uh, he was told about me. So went out for like a demo lesson and, you know, we both worked perfectly. You know, I know his two sons, they're amazing. The whole family. He's basically one of my grandfather or father figures right now. I'm a great person. He's taught me so much. We've been on so many trips, you know, dinner, all that. So it's more of a family than I would say coach to my relationship. That's great. That's nice to have. And obviously someone you know who has your best interest in heart. And, you know, that's amazing. Um, and then obviously, as you know, the sport's coming up. Your graduation's kind of around the corner for you. Um, you mentioned that whole last ride theme. I mean, for you, what's kind of like the perfect ending of the season for you? Like, what would you want to see happen? I mean, obviously, league championship, no doubt. Obviously, maybe the individual award, back-to-back MVP. Is there like an ideal matchup you, you're looking forward to this year or something that um, you just kind of can't wait or have circled on the calendar? Oh, definitely. We've been, we've been waiting maybe four months for this question. But uh, no, um, I think uh, last year we, we we came a little short to Somerville uh, from the GBL title. So I think a senior night, you know, game on the line, playing them, winning the season, champagne, going out. That, I think that would be amazing. <laughs> I, I think that that's great. Now, who is the arch nemesis in the GBL for you? I mean, obviously, Medford Malden, they have their rivalry across here. But is there some uh, a team that you definitely have circled on the schedule that you get a little bit more juiced up for uh, than maybe anybody else right now? I mean, we have, we've got pretty riled up from Medford. But I think Somerville is on our, you know, we got our blinders on them. So we're focused. That's great. I mean, obviously, GBL, um, you know, it's a league that I feel like, you know, ADs get along really well. People get along. But, there's, you know, obviously, competition's competition. And for you, everyone thinks Medford Malden, but sometimes there's always that other team, depending on the sport, that, mm-hmm. you know, might be you and them in the league every year and you're battling it out. So the rivalry means a little bit differently uh, for you than anything else. So what should we expect? I mean, I, I'm excited to cover tennis. Like I've never covered high school tennis and to hear that I'm, I'm covering someone who shoots torpedoes at 140 miles an hour. I am. <laughs> I, I'm interested. I would even try to serve one back for me. I think I would, would swing and miss or get absolutely propelled by one of your tennis balls every single time. But uh, what should we expect? I mean, what's the vibe of high school tennis? I mean, you being one of the best players in the state. I mean, do you get a little bit of a crowd out there? People checking you out a little bit, or do you feel like this year you're going to make some noise and 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 let people know your name that don't know your name? Yeah, that, I mean we we got we we got a decently big crowd. You know, pull up to our high school games. Um, tennis is one of the more uh, I won't say slower, but the times take some points. Uh, but uh, uh, you know, we get a good crowd, get riled up, trying to trying to get the boys you know more pumped up this season. You know, show show some passion when they're playing. But I think this year is going to be one of the best seasons we're going to have, especially in my eyes, I hope. But yeah. I hope everybody has fun. 
That's great. And, you know, obviously you get amped up, you know, you might have the headphones on big matchups, getting yourself. What's the song on there? Like what type of music do you listen to? Like what's getting you pumped up before a big game or a big match or a big moment that you're throwing on the headphones and, and bobbing your head to a little bit? I think I've had this routine for a while now. Two minutes before match time, it's always lose yourself. by Eminem. I play that on or I have the Tiger. It's a little classic. But uh, okay. go for that and, you know, start serving. And you just feel it. Like, you when you get that on, that's like, okay, lock in now. Here we go. We're about to get going. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, listen, we're excited to be covering you. Obviously, it seems like it'll be a cool atmosphere. Um, and we've never covered tennis before, but, you know, we are very confident in, in wanting to show you off. And obviously, I don't know how, if, if your team or coaches film uh everything but obviously any clips or any great serves or plays or behind the back or between the legs or whatever you're going to draw up mm-hmm. um you know if that gets on film man don't be afraid and hesitate to share that with us because you know we want to show you off you know we want to make sure that people know who you are and how good you are and you know you're ranked top three top five in the state of massachusetts and something that you do people want to see that you know so don't be afraid to share those moments with us and we will gladly pump them out there for you. So, you know, we appreciate you coming on. We appreciate you being a beyond all-star and, you know, you clearly represent us well, both on the court and off the court and as a person. So, you know, we thank you for being, you know, such a part of what we're trying to build here. Thank you so much for this, especially, I mean, I had a great time talking with you and a great experience, you know, getting to know one another and talk about the team and sport itself. Yeah, so we're excited to be there. We'll be covering you every step of the way. And uh, like I said, don't hesitate to reach out to us. So, uh, you know, guys, uh, appreciate you taking the time to listen to us today. Uh, keep a, keep an eye on our guy here, okay? Keep an eye on mm-hmm. our guy here. Uh, you know, he's going to be dominating. We'll be following the paper. We'll be listening and paying attention to all the write-ups or whatever comes our way for you. And like I said, don't, don't hesitate. So from Beyond Podcast, I'm your host, Anthony Petrellis. Till next time.